Welcome back to the Entitled Food Podcast. This week, Pam, Sarah and I decided to chat all about food chains. So whether you are an independent coffee addict or a chicken Nando's lover, this podcast is definitely made for you. Enjoy! I don't know if you guys have noticed this recently, but there seems to be an awful lot of chain restaurants closing. So I read this thing in a newspaper the other day where James Italian, Byron Burgers and Prezzo have all either cancelled quite a lot of places or planning to close a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why you think that is. Why are we not going to as many chain restaurants? Or are we still going to chain restaurants it's just there are too many now i think it's twofold i think definitely yes there's there's way too many of them i think because it's just yeah it's become crazy before there was like you know the chain restaurant for me was kind either your mcdonald's or your burger king and stuff or your celebrity chef mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. but now we're also getting the import from US chains oh, such as Taco Bell and stuff like that. <gasps> <gasps> Taco Bell. But I, I think as well, there's definitely it depend. It might depend as well on the city you find mm. yourself in. But there's definitely an independent scene that is more and more prominent. Mm. As in, it's easier not not easier to open a business, but smaller businesses, but more of them. My gut instinct is that we all have a little bit less money now. The report I was reading said that without a doubt, Brexit is having an immediate effect on restaurants. Mm. Mm-hmm. The effect is instantaneous mm. from sort of day one when Brexit was announced and that type of thing. And I think the other thing is that given that we have less money, I think we're choosing to spend it wiser now. Mm. And I think this comes round to um, being more educated. And I think my big thing with the blog is trying to shop local and support independence. Mm. It's not, my blog didn't start mm-hmm. out like that, but it's evolved into that. And I think is with the rise of the micro-influencer, mm-hmm. I think that people are now more aware of the great things that are happening in independent places mm. and want to support independence. And I also think as well, I think with chains, they're eating their young. How many? Five guys, for example, now do we have in Glasgow? Mm. One opened and then we had five open in a week or something like that. Do you know, mm. that they open them on every corner, like mm. Starbucks. Yeah. It's like people are incapable of making a trip to go to Starbucks. They have to have one in every corner. <laughs> and, but but that's people aren't making that judgment. The company is making mm, that judgment. Mm, mm, mm. And I think companies are, are destroying themselves by having too many of their branches, mm. is my gut well, instinct. Mm, I would say, okay, yeah, in that point, it would be about location as well. Location mm-hmm. is quite important. And I feel like sometimes chain restaurants don't choose the right locations. They just randomly put a franchise in a corner of a neighborhood that does isn't interested in their food or yeah. in their in their drinks for example that's the mistake of the the chain i suppose with no market research whatsoever mm-hmm. done probably mm-hmm. like for example there's a starbucks in the city center that one's thriving non-stop mm-hmm. and but then there is also a starbucks just about a stone throws away exactly this know? is the, this is the problem and like i don't really understand it but um that one was clever because the location is a prime location so mm-hmm. i don't support it but I mean, like, sometimes they have to make these decisions really cleverly, I suppose. But <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but Five Guys when it opened in Glasgow. 
So it's um, just off Buchanan Street in Glasgow, which is like the main drag. You know, it's where all the shops are. And this takeaway burger place, basically it's a pimped up McDonald's, opened just off the street, prime location. Mm -hmm. The location they bought before was an independent restaurant. They approached the independent... Now, I should point out, this is rumour. This is not fact, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, through the grapevine stuff. Mm-hmm. They approached the independent restaurant to buy out their lease. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine a lease on that kind of unit is in the hundreds of thousands of pounds a year. Mm-hmm. Probably over a million, I would say, for that kind of unit. They also had to buy out the contract of the independent restaurant that was there before. Apparently, they paid them over a million pounds for the three years left on their contract. So they obviously walked away not having to pay the rent, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but also making a million pounds. And when you drive past Five Guys, there's never MD in it. Never. Like, I have never been there. I've no desire to go there. But the place is dead. Mm -hmm. And I think where the giant chains... Mm -hmm. So I'm not even talking a chain like Jamie's Italian or Byron Burger... Mm -hmm multi multi billion pound corporations that are international mm-hmm. can afford to just bide their time and have restaurants that aren't empty aren't full mm-hmm. whereas you've got people like Jamie's Italian that's currently 71 million pounds in debt I know. <gasps> oh, yes. 71 million <laughs> like what the actual god have you been doing with your money man mm-hmm. um are having to close down restaurants because they open these gigantic mm. restaurants that, mm. let's be honest, they're quite cool. They're interior designed mm. within an inch of the life. There's nothing authentic about them. Mm-mm. But some people like to eat like that, and that's fine. I don't judge those people. I do judge those people. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, that it's these chains, it's actually the smaller kind of British chains that I think are falling apart now Mm. and i like i like to think that's because when you go to places that are independent they are heaving Mm, 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 heaving mm, yeah i remember the day when you used to be able to phone up on a monday and get a booking for a saturday Mm. not anymore Mm -hmm. you have to book a minimum of two weeks in advance if you want to eat Mm. somewhere or you're eating at half past nine at Mm, night mm, 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 mm. but i i have an actual i have a question because we're from different country and i was wondering in the uk and malaysia Mm -hmm. how are Food, like food chains scene like food restaurant chains or restaurant or not or fast food or whatever because we're notoriously in France known for having resisted the McDonald's for mm-hmm. quite a long time mm-hmm. um, I'm from the like half half of my family's from the region near Strasbourg and this is where we got our first McDonald's um, I know there's a, there's a plaque like there, there's an actual sign outside of the McDonald's that was the first in France oh and it was, my god that's so funny. it was at the <laughs> end that is amazing I know and it was at the end of the 80s I think um, I think it comes from the fact that Strasbourg is just near Germany and Germany mm. was always a bit more up with like the UK and the US mm. in terms of mm. what they were having whereas France was always kind of we are French yeah. and we are keeping with our French food tradition mm-hmm. and stuff like this so it makes sense that it was there but it never became big before very early in the 90s and that was the first one mm-hmm. after you got like your quick I don't know if, did, do you know that that food that mm-hmm. fast food yeah. I, actually mm-hmm. quick restaurant I don't, I don't know where it comes from but I don't think there's any here mm-hmm. what it's, is it is it just it's like just like Ma- it, yeah it's exactly yeah, like okay. McDonald's but it's called something else mm-hmm. um, but and, and that, that that's it we don't have like a very apart from this we don't have very a lot of there's food chains but mm. they're more restaurant like mm. your Jamie's Italian and stuff like so that do you have like KFC yeah, uh, wait a minute I think do we have KFC in France now I don't we we 
Goldie Burger the, King and we got rid of it. The fact that you have oh, to think what? about it means you yeah. don't have enough of them. I don't think there's loads. You, do have you know them. what? It's the complete opposite in Malaysia. We've been, in terms of, of gentrification, we have been gentrified from top to toe. I yes, I love gentrification. <laughs> it's, a, it's I mean, like, to me, because, like, when I, what I learned when I've, you know, when I lived in, uh, when I am living in, in Glasgow. Glasgow is not the most uh, independent scene in the UK. In fact, Bristol is. But the independent scene in Glasgow is constantly growing. And mm-hmm. I think that there's this huge community that's backing each other up, yeah. you know, like, and then and, and people are educating themselves, understanding mm-hmm. why it's important to support independent businesses yeah. and why chains are the devil, basically. <laughs> but I mean, I have nothing against that because sometimes I go for McDonald's once in a blue moon if I want a McFlurry on a hot day, you know, like, really once in a blue moon however i did grow up with mcdonald's really because so my parents um they're baby boomers so they're much they're very westernized in the way that Mm -hmm. they were educated because you know back in history blah 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 stuff like that but they also went i love that malaysian history blah 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 stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) malaysian history stuff happens stuff happens you know english was introduced to you it was it was seen as something that's very important to to learn so my parents put forward the the priority that we have to you know go to america and study we have to go to uk and study because it's important to be this way and then because they were in America to do their PhDs, they assimilated to American culture. Okay. Mm. So they always thought that fast food was convenient, it was fine, you know, like, and, and then back in the day, you don't know what's in your food. You just know that it's quick, it's cheap, it's convenient, mm. you know, get it done, eat mm. it, it's good, whatever. So when I grew up, on Thursdays, we would go to McDonald's, mm-hmm. you know, and like, if I wanted a happy meal, no big deal. Um, we and then it grew even more. It was like McDonald's, A and W, KFC, yeah. and then now if I think about it, when I'm back home, we have like tons of shopping malls. It's it's crazy. I hate it, but in the shopping mall, there's always Texas Chicken, KFC, McDonald's, mm-hmm. Burger King, those Nando's. Um, yeah. yeah, tons, yeah. like tons, just yeah. tons, and they're competing constantly, competing with each other. I mean, like they're all the same in my opinion. But here's the thing, like. I don't mind McDonald's. I realise that my entire brand is such a <laughs> terrible thing to say, but Glasgow Food Geek is built around really supporting independence. And when I work with brands, it's always brands that I love. Mm-hmm. And those brands help me financing, advertising, independent places for free. That's the mm. kind of, you know, that's, that's the way mm-hmm. I use it. I'll talk about great brands that I do love because I love brands. Mm-hmm. But like McDonald's has its place in life. Mm-hmm. Do you know, there's nothing wrong with a McDonald's. There's nothing wrong with a KFC. There's nothing wrong with a Pizza Hut. If I had my choice, I'm going to support independent places. Mm. But sometimes you just want a McDonald's. And I can't stand the amount of people... No, I was say the amount of people. Occasionally, mm. if I post up some kind of reference to McDonald's... I love a McDonald's breakfast. Do you know, I love <laughs> a McDonald's breakfast. People will ask, like, send me messages asking how they can possibly trust my point of view and my opinion mm-hmm. if I like McDonald's. Well, do you know what? McDonald's is like a five pound breakfast mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that because of Uber Eats I can have delivered to me in my jammies. Mm-mm-mm. Like what's wrong with that? I don't understand this fixation we have that 
if you don't like McDonald's, that's fine. Yeah. Do you know yeah, yeah, yeah. if you don't if you're not into that what they serve, I don't like a McDonald's burger, but mm. I do like the chicken strips. Mm. Do you know? I think that's fine, but I really am not a fan of the snobbery that evo- that revolves around chain food. Well, I, that I completely agree. Like I'm not a fan of McDonald's, but it's not out of snobbery, and I will tell you why. I think I've said that I've, I've talked about that story before but when mcdonald's like i said started in the in france like early of the 90s mm. it was kind of a like we were not used to chain fast mm. food was mm. not a thing mm. in yeah, france yeah, yeah. so people were mm. reacting mm. quite heavily yeah, in yeah, one yeah, way yeah. or another mm. and i remember being a little girl i probably was like four years old or something like this and my parents were kind of like oh there's a mcdonald that opened like a hundred kilometers away like in like the big city and we happened to be in that city that mm. day mm-hmm. and i probably saw the adverts mm. i mean child of the 90s here mm-hmm. so we were bombarded yeah saw the adverts and probably said oh you know mm. well go to mcdonald's my mm. parents were so out of like kind of <laughs> that's not their world to to Till this day, it is not. A fast mm. food is not something they enjoy. Mm. So they're like, okay, we'll bring the child, have a happy we'll meal because, you know, <laughs> she's child. The <laughs> child has demanded McDonald's. Yes. I, I don't know. I probably said, oh, there's the toy. I was kind mm. of like, okay. And the experience to this day, I remember it. I did not like it. I didn't want to eat the food. Mm. I remember that. And I was even intrigued by the cook and I thought like the gla- the ice cube that were in the Coke, but the meat, because in my head, for me, the fast food was Coca-Cola mm. and meat. Mm-hmm. That, that was it in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of completely taken aback. So mm. that was me. And I was, mm. what, four or five years old, mm. could not grasp the concept. So that's why I've never liked mm-hmm. McDonald's yeah. ever. So I'm not, it's not out of snobbery. I'm like, I don't yeah. like it. I will go and probably have a Nando's. I'm not mm. going to choose it. Mm. But Nando's is fine. But it's, I use chicken and chips done on a grill. But that's, why they have, they have good veggie options. Yes. And I would, like, I was talking about it the other day. My mm. friend was like, oh, we could, we could go, you know, like, so I have nothing against this. Mm-hmm. It's just McDonald's mm-hmm. or uh, Burger King or whatever is not something I enjoy. It's mm-hmm. like generally not something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to McDonald's. I used to go to KFC reasonably regularly because I used to think it was great. I think it's gone really downhill. Obviously, they've cut corners a lot of places mm-hmm. um, and it's really reflecting in their food. Burger King, I'm not really a fan of, but my husband loves it. It's the chains like Frankie and Benny's I don't get. And like Frankie and Benny's and um, like TGI Fridays. And do you know these these huge mm-hmm. UK-wide chains mm-hmm. that I think, well, if you go to Frankie and Benny's, how many great Italian restaurants are there in Glasgow? Mm-hmm. Like I could name 20 off the top of my head without mm-hmm. even thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the time it's the familiarity, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That you can go to any of these chains and you will get exactly the same dish that you will get in any city in the UK it will look the same it will taste the same it will um cost you the same Mm -hmm. and I think there's there's a lot of it in the comfort of knowing exactly what you get and I think you have to be a certain type of person to say do you know what I'm not going to eat in chain restaurants I want to experience what amazing chefs are doing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I know people that don't eat for pleasure and I don't understand it, yeah. but I think the type of people that don't eat for pleasure are the type of people that a good night out is a TGI's on a Saturday. And TGI, by the way, TGI's is 
outrageously expensive. That's what I was going to say. The price tag. You were talking about the difference in between McDonald's and KFC and blah, blah. I can understand people going for this because mm. it's cheaper. Yeah. And quick. I do, and yeah, quick. And quick. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. But I do not understand. If you go to a Frankie's or Benny's or whatever, in that kind of realm, you just talked about TGI and stuff, mm-hmm. you will probably spend the same amount or even it would be more expensive than to go to an independent one yeah Mm -hmm. and i do not get that i i agree with you i do not get that that price that price tag i do not get it because surely if you're a chain you do everything in kind of a more bulky way yeah there's there's you there's more cost efficient to to buy for a hundred restaurants than one restaurant because you're buying for for one thing but Yeah, 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 yeah i think it's yeah, my gut instinct is that it's people just like the familiarity. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, a Glasgow website did a, you know, vote for your favourite restaurants in Glasgow. Mm. There was not one name in the top ten that wasn't a chain. What? Huh? Yeah, not one name. Ooh. Now, I don't know who voted in this poll. Mm-hmm. It clearly wasn't, like, advertised with, like, people the type of people who go independence, but mm-hmm. it was, like... Tony Macaroni's, which I think is a Glasgow brand. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's anybody else. It's along the lines of a Frankie and Benny's, mm-hmm. TGI's, you know, Jamie's Italian, all these places. Mm. And I was genuinely shocked. And mm. I think part of the reason why I'm shocked is that most of my friends mm-hmm. and the people I surround myself in my own personal little echo chamber, mm-hmm. which we all now live in online, mm-hmm. are all about food mm-hmm. and all about the independence and all about the the quality of the food and the mm. ethos of the mm. chef. And I was stunned how many people would vote for a chain restaurant, which just shows you there's a market for it, clearly. But I think that's just the market is oversaturated and I think that's what's mm. falling apart. And also, not only that, I think sometimes they expand too quickly. So mm. Byron Burger opened in Glasgow oh, yeah. last year. Mm. Yeah, Their fit-out was nearly a million pounds. It was £800,000 to fit out the restaurant. The restaurant was huge. Mm. It opened to great fanfare. And if you're not familiar with Glasgow, there's a street in Glasgow that's <laughs> kind of been dubbed Burger Alley. Yeah. It's um, got one independent place on it, which was the first one that opened. Um, and it's my favourite place in the world. If you follow <laughs> me on Instagram, you already know where that is. Um, then a chain opened, then another chain, then another chain, all of them doing burgers. And what I love most about it is that when you drive up that street, all of the chains are empty except for Bread Meets Bread, which mm. is the restaurant in mm. Glasgow, which mm. you guys can find online if you want to see what it is mm. they do. Mm. It's always packed to the gunnels, mm. and which I love. So Byron Burger opened up one street away from that. Mm. It was never full. No. No. It was incredibly expensive, um, and they shut down within, let's say, a year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's shut down now. Mm. And from what I've read about them, the problem was they overexpanded too quickly. They found a, a bank manager or a hedge fund or somebody that's mm-hmm. prepared to back them. They opened up. The, this is going back to the bad locations. Mm, yeah. They mm-hmm. think that they have a brand strong enough that people will travel to them. Mm-hmm. The problem is now there is such widespread food offerings in Glasgow, mm-hmm. both chain and independent, mm-hmm. that people now don't need to walk past. I am hungry. What is in front of me? Mm-hmm. Very few people I yeah. know made the effort to go to Byron. Mm-hmm. You end up in debt. You close down within a year. Mm-hmm. And Byron, by all standards, should have done well in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Fell on its arse. And I'm sad. I'm sad about that. I'm always sad about British businesses not doing well. Do you know, Jamie's Italian. That's that's a tragedy. No, it mm-hmm. is. I it know. really is. It's is sad. It this, that this this guy who I don't like, Jamie Oliver. <laughs> do you know, I don't. I think he's a. Dumpling. Aww. He's a dumpling. But, 
But I can appreciate why a lot of people like him. Oh. Do you know what? We don't all have to like everyone. Mm-hmm. I do not like Jamie Oliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should point out, I've never met Jamie Oliver. This <laughs> is not a personal thing. I just don't really like what he does. Based on him as a figure, maybe. And I also don't figure. like that he charges a fortune for stuff in, like, mm. Debenhams, mm. where he's trying to sell, like, thousand-pound coffees or whatever. Um, but I think that it's a really, really sad affair mm. that what should be, you know, a reasonably nice... Family friendly mm-hmm. Italian restaurant in a the one in Glasgow is in a really really prominent position. Mm. Fell on its arse, and did that's you, that's sad. Did you know that Jamie Oliver's products, like his sauces and stuff, mm. are actually imported into Malaysia? Really? I thought you were yes. about to say, did you know they're made in Malaysia? No. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's amazing gossip. <laughs> no, they're imported because I remember see, like going into those um, grocery stores that import international foods and then I saw yeah. his face on a bottle like a just a shelf of just his face you can't like... even escape Jamie Oliver yes. in Malaysia <laughs> yeah. the man is like a virus he's everywhere <laughs> but I have a, another question on fast food chain and stuff like this because we like Sarah you're from Malaysia and you said mm. that it's everywhere what are the differences in between like a McDonald's here in the UK and one in the, in Malaysia? And I'll tell you why it's this. So obviously, like I said, in France, we p- perhaps have, I'm not going to say we have less fast food chains now. I mm-hmm. think it's just like they're different. We have definitely businesses that are very Franco-French mm. um, that are more like a Frankie's and Benny's kind of mm. thing. That yeah. that was, but it's we, not fast food to Everything me. comes you know with I mean? cheese. But pretty much, yeah, yeah, cheese and red meat. That, and, that's, that's it. And baguettes. And, and baguettes. there are men with onions around their necks. Well, we are, sidetracked, just like a we, we, um, we sidetracked this there. We have the equivalent of Subway. We have Subway as well, but they don't serve the same as here. Mm-hmm. It's not the same menu. Mm. But we also have places like, like in Strasbourg and like Paris and other places in France that are basically like a Subway. But it's all working with local um, farmers and oh, like wow. local. Nothing, nothing is like coming from more than fifty kilometers around, mm. and it's all like produced in in that. season. So yeah. the vegetables that you put in it and mm. the like, the stuff that you get is mm-hmm. completely different. And it it is like made with like some kind of like in between the ciabatta and the baguette kind mm. of thing. Nice. And you have either burgers or like veggie stuff in it, mm-hmm. and, and loads of cheeses. Anyway, sidetrack, sorry. <laughs> so just to sidetrack our sidetrack, <laughs> I freaking love Subway. I'll, 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 I'll I can't, love Subway. I just Subway. can't. I, I hate Subway. it, especially here. Don't get me started on, like, when I didn't used to be a veggie, when I came here, like, almost six years ago, and there was this Subway inside of mm-hmm. Glasgow Uni, right? Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine was like, oh, yeah, it's easier, like, to get a sandwich, like, with Subway. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Bearing in mind, I'm used to that place that yeah. I just told you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So went to Subway and just like order, I can't remember, there was like a sauce steak, whatever it was. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be like in France, with like the steak patty, like the mm. kind of hamburger mm. thing that you get, like very nice and stuff. Mm. And it was just ended up being stuff that I can chew, like strips of steak. <gasps> that was disgusting. So this, this <laughs> comes back actually... So this brings us back, though, to all chains. You really need to be careful what you pick. Do you know, like, I would never go into a chain restaurant and buy a steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't I would do that. I'm going to go somewhere else. I think if you pick wisely, I think you're fine. 
like I think as well that sometimes we compare like like comparing your your subway in France your mm, your mm, mm. to Subway. Mm. They are never going to be compatible foods. Yeah, I think never. But I think but see that's that's where my point came from. Mm. So I have a very tangible um, example. Here you have Pizza Hut and Domino's. Pizza Hut and Domino's also exist in France. Mm. But I have to say, they kind of restricted to like big cities. So okay, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Strasbourg, Paris, mm. yeah. uh, like big, bigger cities. Mm. You won't find mm. them yeah, around yeah. the corner in mm. like a city the size of Perth, for mm. example. Yeah. Mm. Um, and people here are very fond of their Domino's or Pizza Hut order mm. on a Friday night, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, in France, sometimes would get with my pals on a Friday night or a Thursday night as a student, mm-hmm. we would order Domino's or Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Now, when I compared the menu here mm-hmm. to what it is in France, I could not believe it. Mm. I was like, what is this? Mm. Because it's so expensive. Let's mm-hmm. just point mm-hmm. out, I am is, sorry, is, but Domino's and Pizza Hut pizzas are so expensive, are. right? Mm. For Extortionate. A, yeah, mm. for what is bread and uh, for what is flour and water and some yeah. tomatoes, it is outrageous well, how expensive the, mm-hmm. the chain pizzas are and mm-hmm. in france right in in a normal pizza hut or domino's you get stuff like uh, the norwegian uh, for example pizza mm-hmm. which has smoked salmon on it <gasps> oh nice you get the four cheeses and the four cheeses is not like three types of cheddar and one yeah. mozzarella bowl mm-hmm. it's like blue cheese melt mm. like loads yeah, of yeah. stuff yeah. and different stuff that come and go so you have yes the same stuff crust or the mm. uh, don't even get me started on the burger crust whatever oh, this is yeah. burger crust yeah. have you never seen this no oh see that's disgusting oh, okay so if if you're listening to this and you're not aware of Pizza Hut, you need to go to the Pizza Hut UK website and have a look at the absolute shit. <laughs> Excuse my French, but I am going to use that word. Uh-huh. That goes in, like they put into crust. It's not just cheese crust anymore. They do like a hot oh, dog crust yeah. and a burger crust, and it's it's. I've never had it, but uh-huh. I'm never going to eat it. And so, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm comfortable saying without even trying it. Boggin. <laughs> Pure boggin. <laughs> no, I agree. The Domino's here is expensive. I don't understand why because in Malaysia as well, the menus are different. So okay. in Malaysia, we also order Domino's on days where we're lazy to cook or go out or whatever. So I we're actually regulars from the, the Domino's um, nearby my house. And we always order this thing called extravaganza and it has like... Um, some salami pieces it has olives peppers it has a lot of vegetables on it and we always have it thin crust and it's very large but yes! along with that yeah it's very large yes and along with that you know you get your twisty bread or whatever sides and it would like if i convert it to pounds it would be about six to seven pounds for the whole thing really yeah yeah wow. yeah so i came from that and i came here to study as a student and i'm like maybe i'll get a pizza you know mm. i'm kind of hungry and i don't want to go out blah 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 and it was like I don't know, triple the price of what I used to pay it's for. It's staggering. And I'm just like, yes. I don't understand how people would continue to buy pizzas from this place for, like, when you have some other good restaurants that are right now so much more affordable with so many more varieties well, and, like... So, uh, the big thing in Glasgow at the moment is pizzas, obviously. Mm-hmm. Neapolitan pizzas. And they're costing, like, six, seven pounds exactly. a go. Mm. Yeah. And they're incredible. And one of my favourite pizza place. So, I don't mind the Neapolitan pizza, which is, you know, the traditional mm. airy... I think it's maybe sourdough it's mm. made with. I don't mind it. I'm not mental about it. Mm. I kind of like the 
the British style where it's not quite as thick as the Domino's, but it's that slightly more dough. It's still really mm. thin mm. base, mm. but it's just a bit more dough-like in texture, whereas I find a Neapolitan quite chewy. As mm-hmm. soon as it gets cold, you have to like rip it with your teeth, which I'm not <laughs> into. Mm-hmm. And the place that I like to go for my pizza is a little bit more expensive, but it's an independent place. Mm-hmm. Do you know, they're using beautiful ingredients. They have a great selection of toppings, mm-hmm. and you're aware that to have a great selection of toppings, there's a certain amount of wastage that comes with that, mm-hmm. so you pay a little bit more for that, and mm-hmm. that's fine, and I'm happy to go there and pay £12 for a pizza mm-hmm. that's massive that will do me for lunch and dinner mm-hmm. because my husband doesn't like pizza. Pure weirdo. <laughs> what? Weirdo. Blasphemy. And, yeah. And I don't mind that, but I do really object to chain restaurants mm-hmm. like McDonald's, uh, like Domino's rather, charging £14 for pizzas when, like we were saying earlier, they're buying their ingredients in bulk. And it's probably frozen. Do you know, let's be honest, they'll they'll be coming out of a freezer um, and I think it's it's scandalous actually how much some chain Mm -hmm. places Mm -hmm. rip us off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But by the same token, I also understand how expensive it is to have shop fronts in the UK. Part of the reason it's so expensive to have shop fronts in the UK is that the landlords want the chains in because they're reliable money. Mm. There's a street in Glasgow called Byers Road and it's kind of like the high street for the West End. Mm-hmm. And it used to be this incredible street that had loads of independence. It was really interesting, it was vibrant. And it's still to a certain extent like that, but all of the shops now, they're either chains... So you have Starbucks there, you've mm. got Waterston's Bookstore, which is great to have a bookstore generally, mm. or it's all charity shops mm. because the charity shops don't have to pay business rates, which obviously you do in the UK. Independent Glasgow brand I know wanted to try and get a restaurant there that had closed down. Mm-hmm. They were refused the tenancy by the landlord because the landlord wanted a chain in mm. and it's now Pizza Express. Oh. Oh, so in the Pizza Express, I mean the Pizza Express does fine because mm. it's a busy road and it's always going to be busy. Mm. But the landlords are able to drive the rents up mm. yeah. because it's a chain that's coming in. They're, then the chain's having to pay a ridiculous rate for the rent because mm. it's a chain, and the landlord perceives that they can afford to pay mm. one hundred and fifty thousand pounds a month or whatever mm. it is, mm. and that then forces the prices up. Mm. So I wonder how much of an effect that actually has on the price that we have to pay. Mm. That these brands want to be in prominent sort of visual places. Like, I cannot imagine how much TGI Fridays on Buchanan Street oh. have to pay for yeah. their unit. It's If you've never been in Glasgow, and it's right slap bang in the middle of Buchanan Street, which we were speaking about earlier. It's the halfway point. It's on a corner. Mm. It's this beautiful old building that's really interesting. Mm. That must be costing them hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah. a month. Yeah, yeah. It, mu- it must be. It's If that was a shop, you know, it would be prime, prime location. Yeah. Mm. And that then has an effect on how much yeah. your burger is. That's quite interesting because I think the reason why in Malaysia we have so many chains is because we have a lot of shopping malls and yeah. shopping malls need to fill the spaces and that's why there's like, I, I'm pretty sure there's about 10 times more different yeah. types of chain outlets and names in Malaysia, which is horrible in my opinion because we have such good food already. Yeah. Why do we need to go and... Yeah, that's the thing with independence. I think... Yeah. Yeah. I th- but then that brings us back around again, isn't it, to we are foodies and we surround ourselves mm. with foodies. And I think the chain restaurant is a little bit of an enigma to us. Mm. When, if we'd had this conversation, if I had had this oh, conversation yeah. 10 different. years ago, this would be a very different conversation mm. we'd be having. I couldn't tell you anything about independence, mm. but I could tell you all about the chains. And mm. I think it's something that comes with with 
age and mm. having a little bit more expendable cash mm. and oh, things yeah. like that. That's and true. But the good news is, I think that kids... I see you as kids like <laughs> in, the, in the way that us nearly 40-somethings do. <laughs> that kids today are much more sophisticated. Mm. They're much more educated. And I think that, that now you're sort of 20-somethings, you're young 20-somethings, are interested in having these kind of experiences as well, mm. which I think is only going to improve the food scene in the UK. Mm. But it does mean that Jamie ends up £70 million. Pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to cry in a corner? Good. I don't believe I feel, you. I do. Like I say, I feel, I feel bad. I mean, that's, that's a terrible thing. And so there's this brewery. Mm-hmm. We'll just end on this side, slight, side note. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a brewery in Scotland... And if you know me, you will know exactly which brewery I'm talking about because mm-hmm. I slag them all of the time. Now, I slag them all of the time because they are this incredible mm-hmm. Scottish success story. Oh, yeah. They are. Okay. If you are, regardless of where you are in the world right now, mm. I'm 99% confident you will have heard of this brand. Yep. Yes. I'm not going to name and shame them because mm-hmm. you should all know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they try to pretend that they're this wee craft brewery and they're, you know, the wee boys and they get picked on and they're not. Mm -hmm. And that really, really winds me up because these boys have created an insanely popular brand Mm. that they can do all kinds of things. They're opening hotels. They've got got bars now all over the world. Mm. And it's amazing. And they try and... Be, oh, do you know we're picked on by tenants and Budweiser are out to get us? No, you are one of the big boys yeah. now. That's you embrace being Mm-mm. a giant brand. And that's my sidestep. But I think that might be their success. Like the key to their success is that maybe McDonald's now has to rebrand and yes. be like, I don't know, in <laughs> France, be called Le McDonald's. Le McDonald's. And oh, that, that's so, how. Little, so, little independent shop. Another little sidestep. Mm-hmm. Since I'm on my high horse now, I'm raging. <laughs> um, McDonald's adverts. Mm-hmm. Okay, the latest McDonald's advert. I don't see adverts very often. Do you know, mm-hmm. I'm watching Netflix, I'm mm-hmm. fast forward, I'm catch up TV. Mm-hmm. But McDonald's has this advert now because they've started doing a flat white. The worst flat white in the world. <laughs> okay, and this flat white, their advert for it is that the man comes up to the counter and asks what a flat white is, and the girl tells him whatever. But mm-hmm. it flashes to hipsters going into hipster cafe places. Some might say, you know, independent, shopping locally, but mm-hmm. you know, that's just me. Mm-hmm. And um, being like quite arsy about <laughs> asking for coffee. Because we all, ha- we know we like, the- I don't like yeah. my too hot, mm-hmm. I like skimmed milk, no mm-hmm. foam, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. And they basically make a mockery of people going in to ask for coffees in independent places. It's not okay. It's not cool. <laughs> God. I've it's, never seen this ad. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's a stupid ad and the flat whites are crap. <laughs> they really are they're the worst and like I say I say that as someone who a McDonald's milkshake is a thing of beauty as far as I'm concerned <laughs> like I love a McDonald's milkshake but it really offends me that a company like McDonald's is trying to make fun of independent coffee places where mm. and I think the thing with independence is people are just trying to pay their bills mm. yeah. you know and it's why I never accept really freebies or mm. money or anything like that for independence because these people are just trying to pay their bills like everybody mm. else is mm. and there should be place for everyone there should be place for that you know, I want a McFlurry or I want an artisan gelato. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Let's just all live Let's together. <laughs> you know, in peace and harmony. In peace and harmony. <laughs> That'll be the point. I think with chain restaurants, though, that 
if you're out there socialising, living your life, being happy, who cares? Mm. Go to a chain restaurant. If you, do you know that's it's really about a work-life balance, and if that's how you choose to spend your money, do it. But go independent. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Entitled Food Podcast. If you want to know more about us and get updated on our next podcast, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Glasgow Food Geek, The Ginger Ale, and Floating Designer. <laughs>